Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. A week from today, Roller Auctions. It's having an auction for air compressors, garage door inventory, trucks, forklifts, welders, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, Sasquatch and Wildcard Casino, their big uh, promotion is coming up soon, the weekend of January 5th. You can go there right now, get involved. You're either going to win a Kawasaki side-by-side with snow tracks or a little over $22,000. Get on up to Sasquatch and Wildcard to check out their sports book, 99-cent menu, as well as really loose slots. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. Dream Jackson suspended four games for lowering his helmet into Josh Dobbs. Second time, Jackson has been hit with a four-game suspension. Last one, it was reduced to two games. Think it'll be reduced no. again? Either do I. No. Let's move on. Okay, with that... A lot of former players, a lot of former Broncos defending their guy. That's understandable. Pat Sertan tweeted out, the league is something else. How are you supposed to play ball nowadays? Justin Simmons tweeted, I had a similar hit last season against the Baltimore Ravens. No flag, no fine, no consistency on these calls. There's clearly a motive and an agenda with certain players referring to Kareem Jackson. One media member tweeted out, Jackson is the victim of playing in the wrong generation as his hits would have been fine when John Lynch played. You understand these arguments? Sure. Do you agree with them? No. <laughs> and, 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 and here's why I don't agree with them. Because this, he has been suspended for repeated violations of player safety rules. Rules would be the key word in that phrase. I'm willing to enter into the debate or the argument, the discussion about whether it's a good rule, bad rule. I'm willing. I'm willing to have that conversation. But but it is a rule. Right. It's a rule, and clearly, relative to that rule, he has crossed the line. Right. Um. The latest communique from John Runyon from the league. The video of the play shows you lowered your head, made forcible contact to Vikings quarterback Josh Dobbs. You had an unobstructed path to your opponent, and the illegal contact could have been avoided. You could have made contact with your opponent within the rules, yet you chose not to. Now, that's one person or one group's accounting of things it's all subject i guess to some degree of interpretation but there appears to be a solid enough line that he continues to go over and yeah i mean i'm sorry that that's the way it is but once and and to justin simmons point justin simmons didn't get fined or flagged or because it's because he's justin simmons not because he's justin simmons alone but he doesn't have a history of this thing, and that makes it different. I'm going to take each quote and address them. Patrick Sertan, how are you supposed to play ball nowadays? 
like you do. Very much. Period. Like you do. I- I'm trying to think of the last time or any time that I've ever seen Patrick Sertan lead with his head. Justin Simmons, there is clearly a motive and agenda with certain players, obviously referring to Kareem Jackson. I agree with that. If you have three, if you have four cars going down I-25 and you are a police officer with a radar gun and you know the red car has been caught for speeding four times in seven weeks and the black car, the blue car and the green car have never been flagged for speeding. Which car do you think the police officer is going to have the radar gun on? The one that was nailed four times. Right. Period. That is human nature. You're watching for that stuff. Ironically, the referees missed it. Yeah, they didn't make the call during the game, which I think fuels the fire to the argument. And I, I appreciate that. And I understand that. Now, let me get to the other one from a media member. Jackson is the victim of playing in the wrong generation. Let's talk about some new rules in sports. One of them, if you flop, it's the whist- the referees are going to blow their whistles. I don't know who the biggest flopper in the league is right now. You, you have an idea? Who's the big flopper in the league right now? Uh, Marcus Smart's always up there. Marcus Smart's up there. That's fine. Well, clearly, it would have been better for Marcus Smart to play in the same era as Bill Lambeer, Manu Ginobili, Vlade Divac, and Danny Ainge. They flopped all the time. That Marcus, boy, he's playing in the wrong generation. Now let's look at another rules change. There's a pitch clock. I don't know what guy takes the longest, but man, that guy is playing in the wrong generation from Mad Al Harbowski. If you don't know who he is, he used to turn his back to the plate, talk to the ball and then turn around and then throw his pitch. That was like a 20 to 30 second ritual that he had. But a guy today should have played in his generation. Rules change. They do. You got to abide by the rules. And and, and to your point at the beginning, and I'll piggyback off of it. It's not about if you don't like the rule, that's fine. But it's the rule. I would like if I am driving on C-470 at 2 o'clock in the morning, which if I am, I'm certainly not doing something good. But if I'm driving, on, it's like going, if you're at the ATM at 3 o'clock in the morning, chances are you're not taking out that money for something good. It's not going to be groceries. It's going to be drugs. But I digress. If I am on C-470 at 2 o'clock in the morning, why can't I go 110 miles an hour? No one's out there. I'm not going to hurt anybody. It's the law. It's the law. That's the way it works. Kareem Jackson has brought this on himself. Has nothing to do with generation. He has brought this on himself. Justin, there is no motive with Kareem Jackson. He's had a history of doing this. It's the repetition. It's not the motive necessarily. And Pat, how do you play ball nowadays? Like you. Yeah, that doesn't mean that that we're not sorry that this has happened, that this is the result. And think about something else. But you got to know how people are going to react. Think about something else, okay? Let's use a three-hour football game as an analogy to a three-hour car ride, okay? Kareem Jackson 
pulled his car out of his garage. And as he's leaving his neighborhood, not before he got onto a main road, not before he got onto the interstate, as he's leaving his own neighborhood, three plays into the game, he guns it in his own neighborhood. And where the speed limit is 15, he's going 50. He did it right off the hop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, pay the, the consequences are being paid. And unfortunately, it right now, based on the situation with P.J. Locke, we're not exactly sure it could affect that defense, too. So, but here's where we are. I don't think that it'll be, uh, I don't think that, that the penalty will be lessened. I know that he's already, you know, he's already appealed, but. This I, is what is sad for Kareem Jackson. He may have played his last game in the NFL. If the Broncos lose their next three games or four games, mm-hmm. hope that doesn't happen. But right. if it does, there is no reason to put him back on the field if P.J. Locke is healthy. None. Right. And who's going to sign him next year, knowing, even though he was suspended without pay, why are you bringing in a guy where you don't know if he's going to be able to complete the season when he does have a target on his back? Which is ironic because a lot of guys wearing helmets have a target on their head when Kareem Jackson's on the field. Or their sternum. Well, that's where we are. And it's uh, and it's not surprising. I mean... Anyone that is surprised that we are at this point with with Kareem is fooling themselves, for goodness sakes. I mean, once I saw the replay of that hit, I was like, oh, God. Yep. You know what I was glad for? I was glad for that they missed the call. So the Broncos got the ball in decent field position, were able to actually score off the turnover. By the way, so what if he was ejected? That was a close game, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What happened in the uh, game against the Commanders? They lost the game. Yeah. And you can make the case that was one of the key plays in the game. Well, it was certainly one of the key plays in the game. No Uh, question. Right. Coming up after the break, Sean Payton has his team at five and five. They've won four games in a row. And he has had the good, not even good, great fortune of having something in his hip pocket that very rarely do you get with four wins in a row. That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. A week from today, Roller Auctions Having an auction for air compressors, garage door inventory, trucks, forklifts, welders, and more. 
get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, I was out at Roller Auctions yesterday. Yep. You know what one of their big auctions will be coming up? I don't. RTD buses. If you're the Partridge family, you have, you have, you have a bunch of kids who can play instruments. Wow. You can honestly uh, have a, a way to, you know, schlep them around. Wow. Yeah. Like, what would you do with an RTD bus? Well, again, if you're the Partridge family, yeah. if you have a redheaded kid who's hooked on drugs, you can stick them in the back. Oh, and my let, God. Let do we, stuff did we have to go that far? I don't know. I'm I, just... I'm just, I mean, you could deck that thing out pretty cool, I suppose, and yeah. get some, you know, yeah. not sure what the miles per gallon are on those babies. It's all <laughs> diesel, aren't they? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. All right. So I want to tell you about Bounce Empire in Lafayette. Uh, this is just a great place to go, whether you're a kid or an adult. They have reimagined indoor entertainment, 50,000 square feet, world's largest inflatable indoor obstacle course. But again, it's more than just kids it is great for adults first of all as an adult you're gonna love going through this stuff but when you walk upstairs they have this amazing sports theater theater style seating 10 foot projector and then they have an adults only vip bar and lounge and they have thirty thousand dollar massage chairs you can watch games in there as well they also have monitors where you can watch your kids as well outstanding outdoor deck and the food is out of this world all I need to tell you is this. Their executive chef was trained by a pair of Michelin star chefs. That's how good their food is. So whether it's a guy's night, family night, date night, birthday party, Bounce Empire, you need to go check it out. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Bounce Empire in Lafayette, a 50,000-square-foot indoor amusement park for adults, kids, and families reimagined. I think it was last season that the Nuggets lost a game or the Avs lost a game. And you and I had talked about it was a really, you know, when a team loses, it's a very good teachable moment. Sure. And I got some pushback from people on Twitter about their saying, you know, there really aren't teachable moments for professional athletes. Oh, I disagree. That's entirely. totally wrong. Yeah. But, but I can't remember a time where I have covered sports where a team has won four games in a row and the coach has had a handful of notes of teachable moments during a four-game winning streak. I mean, pages and pages and pages, specifically and ironically for his own offense. You know, the thing that's interesting is the Broncos have won four straight. They have learned enough to figure out how to get that done. And to their credit, they've they've got it done against some pretty good football teams, by the way. Uh, they have gotten it done. I mean, you can make the argument that the last three games that they've won have come against teams that'll be in the playoffs or should uh, be in the could. Bills, maybe. Yeah. I mean, they're trending the right direction. Listen, they wound up putting up points. Right. On a defense that many consider to be one of the yeah, best. Yeah, I mean, they, they... But that's kind of been the Bills. The Bills have been crazily up and down yeah. all season long. When they're up, they, they pound teams like Miami yep. and make them look stupid. Put and then, up 70. Right. Sometimes. Well, you know, not quite, but you get my point. Look, I think that the I think that the Broncos are operating in a great place for them. Right now they are being successful. They have a model that if they can rinse and repeat can win them football games. 
And I think that they have easily the, the, the tallest ceiling is in the offensive room where you can continue to improve and can continue to create things in more innovative fashions uh, to give your offense a chance to score more points. I would bet on the Broncos as the season progresses to figure out ways to score more points. And, and I mean, they're, they're already better than they were a year ago, but they're probably not at the level where we would have anticipated with Sean Payton. Sean Payne's formula was very popular in the 1980s. Let your defense hold. Sure. Run the ball. Yeah. Play great defense. Force some turnovers. Keep the games close. Keep the ball out of the offense's hands on the other sideline. That was a very popular Bill Parcells way of doing things. Well, and it's a good way to do things when you understand the limitations or what you have available with your player personnel. and But but you and I both agree. I, I don't think the player personnel on offense is as bad as some people no, think but, it is. No, but, but it all has to evolve. I, I, I would agree with How's you. How's it I, evolved with Josh Nobbs? Pretty good. Guy didn't play in training camp. Guy didn't play in any preseason games. I mean, guy you're, didn't know you're his cherry center. picking one guy. Well. You're cherry picking one guy. And uh, how do I work with Tom Brady in his first year in uh, Tampa? Pretty good. How do I work with Matt Stafford in his first year with the Rams? Pretty good. How's it gone for him since? For who? Matt Stafford. He's been injured. Okay. Well, well, no, no, but hold on a second. But hold on a second. I did bring up Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's not going into the Hall of Fame. No. Russell Wilson is. Yeah. To compare Wilson to Tom Brady is not fair. And I'll be the first one to admit that. But to compare him to Matthew Stafford, you could do that. Do you think the offense will get better or worse or stay straight line? With the way that Sean Payton's trying to win games, looking at his defense, the way they're turning the ball over, the way, the way they're playing, generally speaking, mm-hmm. overall, he doesn't want to take a lot of risks. He feels comfortable in the uncomfortableness of a 60-minute football game. On the flip side, the fans don't feel comfortable. It's not about them. They don't feel comfortable with a heart and a blunder game every single game because really that's what it is. Right. I mean, now, you know, the the uh, mile high miracles, that's who the Broncos are, the mile high miracles. But that's, but that's the way Sean Payton has set this team up. Thank goodness the defense is playing the way that it is because if the defense wasn't playing the way it was, this season would be an unmitigated disaster. Although points around the league are down in general, there's and so I understand that. I, I think that the I think the offense will continue to improve. How much it improves remains to be seen, but I think they'll be more productive. Well, I have a feeling on Sunday we're going to have one of those. Oh, I think it's going to be a thirteen to ten, sixteen to thirteen game rock fight. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I, I think that that's probably right. Um. Yeah, I, I wouldn't look for the I wouldn't look for the improvement points wise, point production wise, coming against Cleveland. That's how Cleveland has to win football games, right? And they've done it. They're seven and three, right? So, and yeah. what do they what do they really have at the at the running back position? Nothing. Jerome Ford, he's really going to scare you. 
Kareem well, Hunt. no, they wouldn't. They, they, nothing scares you on the offensive end for Cleveland. No. No. It, it scares you defensively. They are they're one of the best defenses in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, if the Broncos can score a touchdown, they might win the game. It, Seven to three. And say it again, because I think you're right. They won, they they scored one touchdown in the game last weekend against Minnesota and won the game. I mean, think about this for a second. With the way Cleveland's defense, excuse me, offense mm-hmm. is constructed, if you can get two turnovers in Cleveland territory and let, let's kick a couple of field goals, that could be the difference right there. Oh, yeah. And you'd take it right now. Right. If it was guaranteed you, no question about it. By the way, why do you think the uh, Broncos are so much better in the fourth quarter? They've scored 65 points in the last three games, which is far better than what Nathaniel Hackett did as the head coach slash offensive coordinator. 65 points in the last three games, 31 points in the fourth quarter. Is it because they believe? Is that the reason why? Or is it because, you know, kind of like with John Elway with Dan Reeves, and I keep banging this drum too, uh, John, you got to go win it for us in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And really, that's what it feels like. Rush, you got to go win the game for us. And they have the right guy to win it for him. Yeah. He, he and Elway are tied for 31 fourth quarter comebacks. They're, they're tied for ninth right now. I think that... Uh, Let Russ be Russ. I don't want him to cook, but I want Russ to be Russ. Yeah. and Because if he cooks again, he's going to burn the house down. Yeah, you put it in a good way. Even with an induction stove, he'll find a way to burn the house down. The key... A lot of people... You don't know what an induction stove is, clearly. Well, I mean... You can't I know... burn a house down with an induction stove. Okay, well, then, you know. I mean, all right. Yeah. Here's what I would say. Go to Mountain High Plants. You can get a, an induction stove. Yeah. It might be scratched, but it'll still be heating up. Well, you'd nice get stuff. that at the clearance center in Denver. Ah, very good. Yeah. Well, that's where I go. <laughs> anyway, um, the thing with Russ and the offense right now is they've had success in late-game situations. And it's somewhere it, it, it stopped being a catch-22, and it became part of who they are. They are a confident offense on the field in close clutch situations. And they have proven it. They have proven it now over a course of time. Um, And so you've got that going for you. And then you take out the component of go execute, don't think. Go execute and don't think. Be who you are in the moments that you need to be. Because what you've done early in the game is you haven't let Russ turn the ball over. And that's been a key component. They've been getting all these turnovers and Russ isn't turning the ball over. Well, that's huge. I mean, big. So they're winning the turnover battle, which gives them always a chance to win a football game, ugly as it might be. And that's what they did last Sunday. By all rights, did they deserve to be in that football game? Not necessarily. Minnesota was the better team. Minnesota was the better team. And Minnesota was the better team for 56 minutes and 53 seconds. You know when I used to say that phrase? In 2011. When you were in Wichita and I was here. I used Uh to say that all the time. The Broncos have been awful for 58 minutes. Yeah. But then it's Tebow time. Yeah. I mean, and all I know is that if you're close enough to win a game, that's more on Minnesota than it is on the Broncos, by the way. Minnesota 
put themselves in a position where, and they and they called a hell of a game. I thought the I thought the fake punt was a was a great call at a time when you really thought that it could make a difference. And boom, thirty one yards. It was huge. But you got to go score a touchdown. Score go go score a touchdown in that situation. The game's over. Right. Yep. Game is done. Finished. Kaput. They end up only getting a field goal, and the Broncos get a chance to come back on it. I, I, I believe in Russell Wilson late in games. Well, you should historically. And not only historically, but in the present. He's done it four times this season. Yep. So that's where we are. Now, you've got to become more efficient offensively. And, that's the, and that is the task moving forward. They've got to be more efficient. By the way, I will never claim to be a great sports gambler because I am not. I will never claim to be great at making predictions because I am not. But I did hit on one Mm -hmm. this whole season. The only one I've probably hit on all season. Before the game against Minnesota, I pointed out that Josh Allen, Josh Love, or uh, Jordan Love, Justin Fields, and Patrick Mahomes all guys who are mobile, mm-hmm. all guys who can run for big chunks of yardage. Yep. Okay, I said all of those guys have ru- rushed for less than twenty-five yards, and the Broncos won all of those games. I said, you know what? They can keep Josh Dobbs under twenty-five yards. They have a very good chance to win this game. And Josh Dobbs ran for twenty-one yards. Yeah, there you go. And Josh Dobbs in the previous two games. Rushed for a hundred and well over a hundred yards. Yeah, I thought that the Broncos did a very good job pressuring him. He ran. He ran for a hundred and eleven yards yeah. in his previous two games. They didn't get him on the ground. No, but they kept. But but his they kept him really harried. Good. They sure did. Coming up after the break, Russell Wilson three weeks ago was not mentioned as the comeback player of the year in terms of odds, even odds. He wasn't even on the list. He is now. Where is he? That's next. Morning drive with Goodman and Hurdle. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman a week from today. Roller Auctions having an auction for air compressors, garage door inventory, trucks, forklifts, welders, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rollerauction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Three weeks ago, Russell Wilson was not listed by sports books for comeback player of the year. Last week, he was as high as 7th at 35 to 1. After throwing the game-winning touchdown pass with under two minutes to play, he fell in odds to 40-1. to He is still seventh, though. 
He's behind DeMar Hamlin, Tua, Josh Dobbs, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Chase Young, and then you have Wilson. Who should be who should he be ahead of? What has right Josh now? Dobbs done to come back from? A uh, guy who he was a journeyman who never played. And he's come in and he has helped the Vikings on a winning streak. Hmm. Now, let's see how the I Vikings... guess I just don't get the whole defining of comeback. What's he coming back from? He was a He's coming back from he's not a playing. journeyman. He's coming back from not playing, going team to team to team. Okay. But I'm not saying right. I'm not saying Dobbs should be ahead. Oh no, of no, no. And and I'm not and I really like Josh Dobbs, by the way. I mean yep. I, I love the way that he plays and good for him and it's great and it's good to see him doing things. I'm just not sure what he's coming back from. That, so, that's all. So if you could write a list of comeback player of the year, what would be your top four? And would Wilson be in it? Um Mm, yeah, I think I, I I think it probably would. So give me your list. He's coming off of his worst season ever. So give me your list. Uh, you have the list in front of you on your computer. I understand. You don't have to pull this off the top. Of your I head. understand Demar Hamlin. I, I I get it. I understand it, and he will win it. Yes, he's played one game and made one tackle, and the fact that he came back to play is nothing short of remarkable. However, he hasn't played. Okay. Uh, and then I and would, the Bills, by the way, have had a rash of injuries at safety, so there have been opportunities. Oh yeah, they went they went out and acquired a player. Right, right, right. So yeah, I mean, I hear you, but I mean, it is what it is. You almost died on the field, so that's I a, get it. That's a fair amount to come back from. I agree. Just living, yes, is a, is a yes. that's a good comeback. I agree. Let alone playing one player now. Yeah. So I mean, okay, I I get that. But I think Russ would be on my would be probably probably be right there. God, you don't answer questions. I said, give me your top four. I don't. Would, I, I would, just. Would, 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 I don't know because because there is no because Russ to me would be the would be the best comeback story of a player that came back from crap. Yep. That is where. It, but but there there's the other side of the equation where you come back from catastrophic injury. Yep. And there are two totally different ends of the spectrum for yep. me, totally different ends of the spectrum. So, and, and I don't think that the twain meets very conveniently in the middle between the two. I think that any comeback player will, it will always be someone that comes back from catastrophic injury. Okay. I put Chase Young up there, played three games last year. Yeah. He's played nine this year. And so far this year, he has six and a half sacks. That's impressive. Too. Yeah, it is. Tua missed a handful of games because of a concussion. Sure. Lamar Jackson did not undergo surgery. Now, neither did Russell Wilson. Mm-mm. But I think, for lack of a better phrase, Sean Payton did a lobotomy on him and rewired him. There is no question about it. But would you put him in front of Lamar Jackson? Yes. Would you really? Yeah. He didn't have season-ending surgery. Yeah. Okay, he had an injury. Yeah. Guys have injuries. What did he miss? Six games, seven games last year? No, less than that. Mm. Less than that. Okay. I'll tell you right now. Lamar, can we have some thinking music, please? Because Thank you very much. Because can you make the argument that Lamar Jackson is at least in the MVP conversation? Lamar Jackson played 12 games last year. Okay. Missed five. So he missed five. Right. 
No offseason surgery. Uh, but he's playing at Tua, close to a high, but Tua missed four games, no surgery. Right. He played over half. Both Lamar Jackson and Tua played over half the season. Now, Russell played the entire season. He was bad throughout. But there is no comp for Russ. There's no comp in any of those guys from guys that sucked. I'll tell you what he's done. To what he has done. I'll tell you what he's done. Something that Tua has not done yet because he hasn't played enough. And Lamar Jackson hasn't done yet because he hasn't played well enough. You know what Russell Wilson has done? He put himself back in the conversation as a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's resurrected his legacy to a degree. To a degree. Why to a degree? I mean, because I, he's still, I mean, he's got a chance to do even more. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean. But, but there is no comp for Russ. All of the guys that we've mentioned are all about coming back from injury, not coming back from a horrible season. Not a Javante Williams injury. No, not, not a Javante Williams. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? We'll discuss how much longer Brandon Staley will last as Chargers head coach and where, where were the Colorado men and women ranked in this week's college basketball poll. We'll tell you next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, smileisports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. A week from today, Roller Auctions, having an auction for air compressors, garage door inventory, forklifts, welders, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you want to take a great ride for a test drive, you need to head up to Siltahar Mazda and Broomfield. Right now, you can take the plug-in hybrid CX-90 SUV for a test drive and you buy this ride, you're instantly going to get a $7,500 federal rebate and you might qualify for an additional $5,000 credit from the state of Colorado. With that, I want to bring in a longtime friend of mine, Greg Larson. He is the vice president of Siltahar Motors, which also means he's the vice president of Siltahar Mazda. With that, good morning, Greg. How are you? Good morning, Eric. How are you? Good. When you told me these Black Friday deals that you have coming up. I had to read it twice. Cause I'm like, seriously, I mean, it's not like you're giving away cars, but I don't think I've ever seen a black Friday sale that is going to run through Saturday where you have given so much money back to the consumer. What kind of rides can people get if they buy something really over 24 hours during black Friday? Yeah, we gear up uh, a couple times a year, usually in the uh, late spring. And then during the holiday season, we kick off uh, the Black Friday event. And we'll run uh, our programs uh, through this Saturday night that have got some of the deepest discounts. The manufacturers and Mazda has done a great job of helping us 
uh, with extra money on the hood of all these cars. And so, the, you know, consumers, uh, when they get done eating their turkey, uh, they're in the market for a car. We know the snow's coming. Uh, it's time to get into that all-wheel drive. And Mazda's got a great lineup and uh, plenty to choose from. So you have a great deal on all Mazdas, $3,000 off. But Siltahar is more than just Siltahar Mazda. It is Siltahar Motors. If you wanted to get a car at one of the, you know, one of the other locations, for lack of a better phrase, what kind of deals can they get on a Ford? What kind of deals can they get on a Lincoln? What kind of deal can you get on a Maserati? I knew you were going to bring that well, up. Yeah. We've got some crazy, crazy discounts on Maserati. They've got, uh, I think I saw up to $15,000 placed on the hood of uh, the new Gracali, which, uh, Man, what a great time to take an opportunity to uh, get into a great car. Yeah, the, the, and the greatest thing about Siltar Motors, we're, we're uh, definitely uh, branded well with different manufacturers, and uh, we do well with CPO products. Uh, we give the customers the opportunity to get uh, warranties up to 100,000 miles mm-hmm. at no additional cost to them if they if they elect to go with the CPO options. So really, uh, really a diverse selection. We're proud of that, and we're looking forward to the, the spending it during the holiday season. What kind of financing options do you have? Because, you know, it, it, it's hard for everyone to maybe pay for a, you know, a car in cash. So what kind of financing options do you have? Yeah, that's, uh, that's really great, too, because, uh, you know, I think everybody's a little sensitive to uh, what's going on with uh, Prime being over 8%. And, uh, you know, the interest rates have uh, been climbing, which kind of reduces people's buying power. Right. The manufacturers understand that. I can get 0% financing, which is one heck of a great savings uh, on a handful of products, including the new Mustang Mach-E, which is a great electric car. No gas, no interest. What could be better for a holiday season? Okay, so uh, you're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving like all of us on Thursday. What will you emphasizing the word you be cooking with Rachel and your family. I, I am the, uh, the uh, company chef at the house on Thursday. So I've got, uh, I've got the best stuffing that you'll ever run into. I'm smoking the bird on the Traeger. I've got uh, the the wonderful pairings of uh, maybe a wine or beer. And uh, we'll sit down and give thanks to a wonderful opportunity to spend time with the family. What's the one thing that you make that nobody else makes that's really, really good at Thanksgiving, or are you totally traditional about it? The the stuffing, you, like the stuffing, is a two day process. We start on Wednesday morning, what? and uh, it, it's yeah, it's uh, what do you put in there? Uh, can't be beat. What do you put in there? I put, Don't tell me it's uh, a secret green, recipe, please. Green apples, uh, sagey flavored sausages. Um, uh, wonderful, uh, uh, dried cranberries, um, celery, you name it. It's got it all. Wow. Well, I'll, it's, I'll, a, it's a bundle of love. I'll, I'll tell you a story very, very briefly. So uh, one year I made Thanksgiving for my mother, my grandmother, my grandmother keeps kosher and I did know she kept kosher, but I really wanted to, you know, jack up the, uh, the cornbread stuffing. So, you know, being a smart ass the way I am, I threw an andouille sausage. Remember, she eats only kosher. So kosher, my, my right. gr- go ahead. No, I said, I just agreed with this. She's, she's kosher. So the, you I, put in an andouille yeah, sausage. It's bad, bad, right? So I'm watching her eat the, the, the cornbread stuffing with andouille sausage. 
And she said, this is so good. And I, and at the table, I said, well, it's because it has andouille sausage in it. And my mother flipped out. How can you put that in there? You know she keeps kosher. I said, did she like it? That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Shame on you. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? You could you could break it for one day out of okay. a lifetime. Anyway, yeah, have right. a happy Thanksgiving with uh, you and Rachel and the family. And I'm sure that stuffing will turn out great. Many blessings to you, you and too. all your listeners uh, for a wonderful holiday season. You too, my friend. See you, Greg. Bye. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running or order online at argonautliquor.com. Alrighty, guys, just in case you missed it, after the Chargers lost to the Packers, head coach Brandon Staley was a little bit fiery with reporters telling a reporter, you can stop asking that question. I'm going to be calling the defenses so you don't have to ask that again. Uh, I believe he was talking to a friend of the show, Daniel Popper. Uh, how much longer do you think Brandon Staley will last as Chargers head coach? You know, I don't know with the Spanos family. You know, I mean. How much more do they owe him? Uh, yeah. Mm. It's just, just well, I, I don't know. It's hard to make an argument for him. Yeah. Anymore. But I thought it was hard to make an argument for him when they blew the 24 or 27 or whatever it was point lead against Jacksonville of the playoffs last year. And it's funny, when we had Daniel on the show, he said, I know that people question his game management decisions. Daniel, you're now questioning your head coach. Maybe you're coming to the dark side. Maybe. Maybe. Listen, you cannot waste Justin Herbert's prime years. With all that losing. My God, Eckler, Keenan, Allen. I mean, it, yeah. the list goes on and on. Yeah. They've got players on yeah, that football they do. Team. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. Thanksgiving is coming up in a couple of days. You're going to probably make a big spread, and that's awesome. What do you want to wash it down with? Well, you get great wine specials, great liquor specials, great beer specials at Argonaut Wine and Liquor. They deliver to the entire Denver metro area. You're going to be doing a lot of grocery shopping. Let them deliver to you. Every delivery over $200 is free. Take advantage of this and take one thing off your plate. Let them drive the liquor to you instead of making another trip. And they always have great prices. And if you want to stop in, you can find them off of Colfax. That is going to do it for us. Gentlemen, outstanding job today. I'll try and do better tomorrow. Make it the best possible day you can. Let me be the part of all here.